Rock. Jimmy Juice Podcast, man. Let's go, let's go. Figgy Fig, best in the world, that what he do, know what I'm talking about. I got my feet up, uh, cut them haters off, I taught them beat it, I don't need you Speak 50 racing in cash, but it's all good, I got my visa This rolling got on staring at me like the Mona Lisa My ghetto, nine cases, I beat it like a creature She always like my sneakers, these joy and five pink aces Let's go, I'm knocking them down, baby, back in the row He really the one, they already know Put on all of my chains, go put on the show Giving up gems, sipping my juice Counting the beans, addicted to ends I need to back in on whatever I do We get it in on the day I get it rocking like this with the A We really ten toe down on the pay What's up? We about to see what they say Rockin' gems, sipping juice Rockin' gems, sipping juice Rockin' gems, sipping juice Rockin' gems, sipping juice Let's go Gems, sipping juice Rockin' 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 gems, sipping We double dipping tonight, y'all. We double dipping tonight. Uh, we just had the podcast, the interview with uh, Seth Payne, and now we're doubling up with the regular podcast, man. We're going to talk about some topics, some things that went on this week. You know, the usual regular, regular Gems and Juice podcast tonight. So uh, get get ready, get strapped in. We're going to chop it up, talk about this draft, talk about those NBA lottery, talk about the NBA playoffs. Talk about uh, whatever bull jive that went on this week. I'm stealing that from Shannon Sharp, I know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, you got some of John Morant, that whole thing, yeah. too. Now I'm thinking about that. So a lot to break down this week, man. A lot that went on that we got to get into um, on this podcast. What up, Mark Nash? See you in the YouTube comments, man. What Appreciate up? it. Glad to have you here, man. <laughs> so yeah, a lot to break down, man. A lot to talk about. But first off, let's do a wellness check, man. Figgy, how you been? Man, I've been pretty good, man. Work been going good. Um uh I had the uh I had Monday and Tuesday off because I was somewhere. And... Where were you? <laughs> oh, where, where, what what'd you do? What'd you do about around uh whatever time on Monday? I caught a plane out to Cleveland late last evening. <laughs> <laughs> I was up in Cleveland late last evening. You went to Cleveland late last evening? <laughs> I was up in Cleveland late last evening. I caught a plane out to Cleveland late last evening. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Took a little trip up to Cleveland on uh, <laughs> on Monday evening. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So I went out there. Shout out to my um my brother-in-law, Corey. It was his 50th birthday party. He had a surprise birthday party. And uh, my sister, my lovely sister, friend of the show. Um, yeah. yeah. Shout out to my sister. She threw him a birthday party, a surprise birthday party. Um, it was uh, so she, what she did was she rented out like a one point two million dollar mansion. Oh damn! Yeah, in the suburb somewhere. 
And um, yeah, she threw him like a nice little, uh, it wasn't like a party party. It was more like a gathering. Uh, it was like probably like 10, 11 people there. Um, she had the personal chef, so shout out to the chef. Um, I forgot his name, but um, forgive me on that it one. It wasn't a salt bay, nigga, was it? Nah, nah. Okay, it was no, nah, nah. <laughs> that dude, was he feeding you mouth in your in your mouth? Feeding you meat in your mouth, man? Uh, nah, nah, nothing like that. But um, the chef was dope, man. Um, it was cool. Um, and my brother-in-law, he had no idea I was going to be there because I don't be going up to Cleveland late last week. I don't be up there as much. So, uh, he was surprised to see me there. And, um, it was a cool, it was a cool little getaway, man. It, like this, like this was a, uh, talk about day trip. Like the only person I saw was my father. <laughs> I ain't see my mother. I ain't see nobody mm-hmm. else outside of, outside of that because, um, because the only reason I saw my dad was because when I, I, you know, when I got to Cleveland, it was early in the morning and, um, I had to kind of hide over there until I was able to go to the, to the, to the mansion. So, um, yeah, so I ain't get a chance to see no family family, but I always enjoy going up to Cleveland late last evening. Yeah, man. Yeah. I it gets- <laughs> Yeah, man. I mean, it gets exhausting making the rounds every time you come back home. You know, sometimes yeah. you just got to keep it friends and family or just family for whatever event you're going for and then wrap it up, man. Yeah, so. it's it, it's tough, man. It's tough. And, and, and still, man, I had to make a couple text messages and explain that mm-hmm. I wasn't there to kick it or nothing like that. Yeah, it just wasn't a vacation, man. Yeah, my sister bought the ticket. So I could, you know, how would that look if I was you know, she got me the ticket to go there, and I'm all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, so I, I it, feel it, you, man. It was a little getaway, though, man. I enjoyed it. That's dope, man. That's dope, Miguel. What's what's up, Miguel? See you in the YouTube comments, man. Uh, uh, Public Enemy number one. <laughs> <laughs> Miguel then came through. Uh, yeah, we're doing this a night early, man. We're not going to do a podcast on Friday, so we're doing one early on Thursday, just to. React to all the stuff that's going on this week. So, yeah, this is, this is the podcast for the week, as well yeah. as uh, check out the uh, interview with Seth Payne as well. That's also up on YouTube and on the streaming stuff. So make sure y'all check that out. Great discussion with our good friend, Seth Payne. Our co-worker, man. That's our co-worker. Man. Yeah, co-worker. yeah. Ten, ten years deep, man. We, we mob ties over here in 610, I, dog. I know. <laughs> so. <laughs> we, love, we love each other over here. Oh, hell yeah, man. It's mad love. Uh, so let's just get into some headlines, man. It's probably gonna be a quick little podcast because we've just been talking for about an hour and 30 minutes already. So <laughs> we're gonna make this one quick, just talk about some topics and things going on and whatnot. So, uh, here goes Miguel hating on somebody already. The general <laughs> week AF for talking down to we, Seth. Yeah, we, we talked about that. We talked about that with Seth. So, uh, a little backstory is so, and we'll get into more of this. So the, the Spurs end up getting the number one overall pick. So they're going to get uh, Big Vic. They're going to get mm-hmm. Whitney. And uh, John McClain said he's happy for Greg Popovich, and you know, and he's just rooting for uh, another team in Texas. And, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people feel like you shouldn't be rooting for the Spurs, man. And I, I totally get it, man. Like I get is one big state. 
But that's a whole that's another team that been kicking your ass for years, man. Uh, that got a dynasty. So uh I think um uh, Payne and Pentagon is trying to explain that to him. Or or specifically Seth Payne was trying to, you know, explain that. And he and John McClain pretty much said, You're you're not you weren't born in Texas, so you don't understand. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> you're not but, from here. You ain't from these parts. You side note, man. I hate when people do that, man. Like people like it seemed like I because people do that to me too, whenever they disagree with something I said. Mm-hmm. And they say, Oh, you ain't from Houston. You and you know, it's true. I'm not from Houston. I only been here for seven years, but sometimes you can kind of get a grasp of what's going on in the city and mm-hmm. you know how people feel. And you know, I I'm not the I'm not the type of person that would speak for everybody in the city. I ain't about to sit sit here and say we don't do this or we don't do that. But sometimes you get a grasp of how people feel about things, and I think that's what Seth Payne was coming from, man. And he been here what twenty years? He been here longer than that, uh, probably around that time. So I, I hate what people say. You ain't from here, so you don't know. It's like yeah, that. I mean, and plus like. Look, Houston and let alone Texas is such a big fucking state that it's not like we have the same experiences here, man. Like Texas is a fucking big state, man. The cities are far away and we all have different experiences. So it's not like there there is something just mutually understood between us because we're just Texans. You know, we're we're all different. We, We got different political ideologies. We believe in different things. And yeah, it's not like you know, it's a Texan thing. Really, is is really his argument works more for against uh against McLean because yeah. it's, if you really from here, you'd understand. We can't be rooting for the Spurs, man. Yeah, same way you can't be rooting for the fucking Cowboys. That's like saying if the 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 Texans miss the playoffs and the Dallas Cowboys are in. We got to root for the Cowboys. We're just happy that they're in the playoffs because it's Texas. <laughs> Fuck that, man. Yeah. No, I want them to go out in the most embarrassing way possible. Yeah. Like the way McClain was explaining it, he was explaining explaining it like he was in L.A. or New York that mm-hmm. got two of the same teams pretty much. Like we had, like we say, talk about Lakers and Clippers or something. We're just like, oh, if the Lakers don't make it, oh, another L.A. team is there. So that's cool. Or you talk about the Jets or the Giants or something. And it, that's not the same thing. That's two different cities, man. Yeah. Two different cities, two different fan bases. Like, why would we be happy in Houston for a team like San Antonio, who's in the same conference? Mm-hmm. That, that he, he, like, this guy potentially can kick your ass for the next 15 years if he's that good. So who's going to be happy about that? Unless you know Greg Popovich personally or something and that's that's your friend but we're gonna sit there and be happy for that yeah i don't get that mentality man but yeah that that is a low blow saying oh seth ain't from here so he wouldn't understand because i feel like as a texan uh mcclain's point is harder to get behind than seth's because i think seth's point is closer to how we feel as in houston but yeah and by the way he's been here for 20 years he played Mm -hmm. He played for the Houston Texans. Right? It's not like he just got here five years ago. Yeah. If you want to think if he was saying what McClain was saying, it's like, mm-hmm. nah, you know, you ain't from here, so you don't understand. Because I could get like that sometimes. Sometimes I'd be like, uh, do, like, why y'all don't like 
you know, people like this. And like, oh, you just don't understand. You ain't from here. So, like, I get that. Yeah. But, uh, like, everybody, everybody thinks that, man. It's not just a Texas thing. It's a, like, I don't, I don't care about the Cincinnati Bengals. Like, I ne- I don't like nothing about Cincinnati, man. <laughs> so, I just don't, like, I think a lot of states are like that, that have multiple professional teams in the state. They don't, you know, they ain't sitting there rooting for them, uh, you know. Imagine the Orlando, the Orlando Magic fans rooting for Miami. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, just a Florida team. Like, no, they don't care about that. Yeah, it doesn't work like that, man, especially sports fandom. We're, we're very territorial. We don't like the ops instead yeah. the in-state ops. Yeah. <laughs> Miguel talking shit about in the loop. He says, I hate the Spurs, and I know John Lopez and in the closet Spurs fan. He sounds so giddy. It's disgusting. <laughs> what is John Lopez excited about the uh Spurs getting number one pick? Uh I think so. We mm-hmm. look, I mean, look, man, it would be honestly it'll be fake if he if he sat there and say he's not a, a fan. He he grew up in San Antonio. Yeah, well that makes that was, sense. That was a good team. So I think he, you know, I think he's happy about that. But also he, you know, he covered the Houston Rockets too. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm sure he's happy about you know them getting the Spurs, but it would be a lot better if they if he came to the Rockets. That way we could see him up close and personal. So I think it could work both ways, man. But okay, but I, okay. think, I think in his heart he is you know he, he rock with the Spurs. No, probably. <laughs> um, so let's just get into that, man. We'll get into the uh, the draft lottery. The uh, number one, let's talk about the draft lottery coverage because. Yeah. Did you see the, the there was I guess there was some controversy about how Malika Andrews opened the the discussion with uh Adam Silver because uh, you know no, I didn't see that part. Yeah, I actually was watching that part and it was kind of crazy cuz uh I think I saw actually a video on Twitter. But basically she, you know, Adam Silver always comes on for the draft and talks about the draft and this is like the biggest draft probably since LeBron. Yeah, the lottery. Okay. The lottery. Well, the lottery and the draft, like all, I, I consider this all like draft coverage, basically. Yeah. But the lottery and the draft, this is like the biggest it's been since LeBron was coming out. Yeah, I you agree. You know, it's a really big deal. And like, so Malika Andrews gets Adam Silver on and she talks about, you know, as we know it's going to be a historic draft and a historic lottery. But first, let's talk about John Morant because... <laughs> <laughs> he was caught brandishing a gun for the second time in a row. And, and what, what do you like? She basically like let off talking about John Morant. Yeah. And I'm like, I get that. You have to ask that. It makes sense. It's a big story, but the, a, a generational talent coming into the NBA and which team gets to pick him is a way bigger story for the league than John Morant doing some goofy shit on IG live. And I'm sorry. And yeah. she started with that question. Yeah, and this is the thing that suck about ESPN, man, because ESPN been covering that all week, mm-hmm. pretty much about John Morant and all the think pieces and all the roundtables talking about, you know, uh, you know, social media and these young kids and all this other stuff. So I don't know if it was her choice, her uh, her choice to ask that question or not, but to me, it seemed like it was so ESPN to try to bring him into that discussion right at that moment. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, some people feel like he, she had to ask him about it. I don't think so, man. Look, I, like, I was not thinking about John Morant 
<laughs> during this night. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about Wimby. I was thinking about the Rockets getting the number one overall pick. I'm sure the other teams was thinking about getting the number one overall pick. The first thing, I don't want to hear about no damn Ja Morant. I feel like that was an ESPN uh, move to try to start off with the headlines. Like, it, it somebody- I think it was hard because I feel like they, I mean, she's a journalist. I feel like she could have asked whatever she wanted in the order she wanted to. I don't think they gave her commands like you have to make sure you say this first. I think I, that, just given her track record, I feel like that was a Malika Andrews call. I feel that, that's but, fair. That's yeah. fair. The, only, the only thing I would say is, is if this was another station, let's say this was um, like CBS or, or some random station, mm-hmm. I don't think they'd be asking anything like that. I think they'll be. I think it probably keep it strictly, you know, draft and Wimby yeah. and stuff like that. But uh, no, I, I I agree with you. I think. I think she is the major part of this. <laughs> so I just thought that was really interesting because, yeah, like I said, like like I said, I, I think they you have to ask it just because they had a whole thing when he first did it, but it didn't have to be the leading question. That that shit was goofy. Yeah. So, but anyway, let's get to the draft results themselves. As y'all know, the San Antonio Spurs ended up with the number one pick, Hornets number two. Trailblazers number three and the Houston Rockets fell to number four. And I mean, at least we're on the Pistons who had the worst record in the NBA and got the fifth pick. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, it's uh, dark days, man. San Antonio is going to get Victor and we are on our knees in the fan base begging for that old thing back, (laughs) begging for Harden. Begging for anybody. I've seen John Morant. Uh, Miguel ask, who would you prefer, Ja or Harden for the Rockets? I mean, I 100% would take John Morant. Me too. I mean, look, he look, what he did was not fucking 9-11 part two, okay? <laughs> <laughs> like, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But, uh, j- 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 yeah, I would definitely take John Morant. John Morant is younger. He has much more of an upside and yeah, I would definitely take John Morant. Yeah, but me, I, I doubt they're gonna trade him. Yeah, I don't think so. And you know, right now he didn't break a law. Mm-hmm. He didn't break a law. To me, I thought it was a like it's funny because you got some people say, "No, nah, he's gonna be out to leave before the end, and he's gonna cause all this trouble." I'm like, damn, like uh, Kevin Porter Jr. got caught with some guns in the car. And actually, I think he ended up beating the case or something. I forgot what happened. But he actually got in trouble, like legal trouble in Cleveland. And they took him in with no problem. <laughs> like, look, I look, I ain't saying ja, what John ja Moran did was right or anything like that. But I think it's a little crazy how they talking about he could be. I forgot somebody said 50 games or something. Uh, be suspended for 50 games. It's like, damn. Yeah. Like that's at that that's ridiculous, man. Because it, people did more heinous stuff and haven't been suspended that long. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Well, and we'll talk about that as well. But uh, yeah, do you have any general thoughts on number one? Do you think Victor is going to live up to the hype? Because, like I said, this is not we haven't seen hype like this really since. I mean, Zion got a, quite a bit of hype, and I think we can safely say we we're wrong about him at this point. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how much more basketball he's going to play, 
But uh, I mean, I haven't seen it ramped up this high since LeBron, probably. Yeah. And even LeBron was more because LeBron, they were airing his uh, high school games. I didn't see a lot of Victor Wimbaya games on ESPN. Maybe they were airing them and I missed them. I don't know. But yeah. I mean, they were airing LeBron high school games in prime time. So. Yeah. But even but even with Victor, like just watching the highlights uh, of his game is kind of it's very two K ish. Yeah. Like just imagine making just playing two K, creating a seven four point guard or something. <laughs> point guard shoot threes and dunk and mm-hmm. all that. That's what it looked like. Like this is the first time ever where I saw somebody shoot a three, missed it, and just go up and do a tip dunk like the, like you never like who have you ever seen shoot a three and they you know go get the rebound and just dunk it like that that shit is crazy man but uh to answer your question i think he i think he's gonna be pretty good man I, I know a lot of people keep saying he frail and skinny and all this other stuff i felt like we might be past that stage because i know back in the day you know uh this the very skinny uh, players didn't really make it that much, mm-hmm. but uh, somebody like Kevin, like Kevin Durant, kind of beat the eyes with that. Th- this dude never gained weight. <laughs> yeah, oh, Steph Curry too. Everybody thought he was gonna be too frail. Yeah, so I think we in day and age with where you know the frail could make it in the NBA. Now, if it, this if this was the nineties, then that's something totally different. Mm-hmm. But the way the game is played now, I think I think he'll be all right, man. He he seemed like he got a lot of skill. But I think he I think he'll be all right. But um as far as the Rockets getting the fourth overall pick, man, I think that was a huge disappointment, man. Yo, yeah, yeah, definitely. The they like they they've been probably the worst team for three straight years, man. If not a a, a, a close first or second. And you get the fourth overall pick, man. You to me. Like I know a lot of people hyping up that uh what's his name? Amen Thompson or something. Mm-hmm. Thompson twins. At that uh you just you might as well just trade the pick, man, and get somebody really productive. Because like you out of like it's one thing if you ain't get the number one overall pick. You you miss out on Wimby. But at least number two, you had Scoop, <laughs> who was yeah, who was there. That would have been uh, uh that would have been a fine deal too. Like I wouldn't been complaining about that. Three, like at least, and now this is where you start stretching a little bit. Three, you had to do. I think Brandon Miller, who played for Alabama, who who had some off the field or, or off the court issues, but people were saying he was probably the best player um, outside of the two obvious. I would have been fine with that, but you had four man like that. That's literally a roll of the dice at that point. So. I don't know if it was up to me. I would try to trade that pick for um, Jalen Brown or something. I w- I would try to get some somebody that's that's good. I would try, I, I would try to move out of that pick, man. Yeah, or, I mean, might as well at this point. Um, HRW says ESPN aired several G League Ignite games. Yeah, I, I do remember seeing uh, Victor in some games on ESPN. But like I said, I just don't know if the the, the hype matched LeBron because LeBron the hype was just unreal, and they were LeBron. posting some videos, man. Where they were, they were comparing this motherfucker to Wilt and Kareem, like from in high school, dog. Yeah, shit. Uh, honestly, Michael Jordan. 
Yeah. A lot of people saying he's going to be the next Jordan, mm-hmm. which is always a bad thing when somebody comparing you to the greatest <laughs> player ever. Yep. And he was getting hyped from eighth grade, man. People was talking about him from eighth grade. Yeah. And, um, and shoot, man, he, that, that, no, that, that was, that was some hype, man. I remember that. Yeah. And it, it's funny because watching this draft coverage or, uh, this, I guess the, um, lottery coverage, it looked just like the NBA. I, f- I felt like the NBA draft was happening. Mm-hmm. That's the way it looked. And I remember back in the day. They might as well just had the same time, man, I I feel. Y'all know who y'all picking. That's exactly what I said, man. I'm like, man, they might as well well do the lottery and then have the draft Mm -hmm. at that point, man. I know that ain't good because you can't scout and you can't, you know, talk and stuff like that. But, man, like back in the day, it it looked like they was having a damn lottery pick in, in the damn conference room in the hotel. It was just like some random little tables, a little card mm-hmm. on the on the table with the team name. This one looked like they were in New York City, <laughs> ready to pick. I was just like, damn, they like this. To me, I felt like as far as this part, this height was a little bigger than LeBron. I think people was just focused on yeah LeBron the player because there was so many highlights and you know his high school game was on ESPN. I think that was the first time ever they aired the high school game on ESPN like that, but, um, yeah, th- th- this one, it-, it seemed like the draft was about to happen. Like he, like they show Victor all the way in France. Mm-hmm. <laughs> watching this Like it was the draft. Speaking yeah. of which, how do you feel about his reaction to not getting, uh, or the when, when they announced that the Rockets were com- coming at number four and you could see him in the background going, or you could see him clearly because yeah. they had a camera on him and he was like, like he was happy about it. Yeah, I think honestly, man, I think I think he really wanted to go to San Antonio the whole time, man. Because just think about this. This dude is from France. Uh, who played who played for the San Antonio Spurs who was drafted there uh, that that came from France? You had Tony, Tony Parker. Good, of course. Yeah, yeah, Tony Parker. I think he I think they showed a, a picture of him in the Tony Parker jersey. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, um, so if he grew up watching Tony Parker, you know he probably a, a, a big fan of Greg Popovich, who is still there at the moment. So I think I think he probably you know wanted to play with Greg Popovich, wanted to play for the Spurs, and and you know, I guess make history. I guess so. I I really wasn't too mad about that. I don't think I don't think it was a shot at the Rockets, like personal shot at the Rockets. I think it was more of a Yes, it's not San Antonio <laughs> at four. So I'm, I'm getting close. I, I would have to see his reaction to others before I make the decision, man, because I'm sorry. He looked a little too happy that it wasn't Houston. Like, it was a little too much joy in his face. When he, like, he, he hit the, the, yeah. Like, I, I didn't like it. But I don't know. And the funny thing is, and this goes to uh, me thinking the draft is fucking rigged. Because one hundred percent, like all of us predicted, San Antonio getting the number one pick somehow. Yes, <laughs> even us on this podcast, and I don't even follow the NBA like that anymore. And I say, you know what? They're probably going to give it to the Spurs, <laughs> and, and of course they did. Yeah. So this this draft, man, this lottery system, <laughs> and I take it, and I take it a step further, man. 
look, the 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 owner of the uh, of the Houston Rockets went out and said, "Pray for Victor." Mm-hmm. And we know how their season's been the last couple years, and we seen how the media reacted to Stephen Silas the way they was, tr- I guess, treating him. Even though I think he should have been fired. But a lot of media people felt sorry for him. A lot of the national media people felt sorry for him. So I just, you know, factor that all in, I just ain't think they would give him the first overall pick, uh, get Houston the first overall pick to no, get home. They're not going to, they, they don't reward blatant tanking, man. And, and the Rockets were blatant tanking. The owner was trolling. It wasn't going to happen. Uh, damn, y'all letting us know the views going up on YouTube? Yeah. Is we get is we getting popular? Yeah, we, we popping. Have, we have one sixty nine. Oh shit, we popular. <laughs> That's that Seth Payne uh, stimulus package, I guess. You know, <laughs> <laughs> might get the uh, some locker room stimulus package too, man. We going, we going up. That's dope. Yeah. <laughs> HRW on Twitch asks hypothetical: What y'all think of Harden with Golden State? Why would you even ask that, man? Why would you even <laughs> ask that, man? Like, why would any of us want to see that, dog? That that would be KD to Golden State level. You gonna join a team that beats you? I'm I'm not down with it, man. Nah, I wouldn't. I would really hate that, honestly. <laughs> I wouldn't respect a Harden ring with Golden State because I don't respect the KD go- rings with Golden State. Okay, so I I ain't rocking with that. No sir, no siree, Bob. I ain't fucking with it. Uh, but now we got to ask this as well. We got to circle back because, you know, we're wondering what the Houston Rockets are going to do, man. You only got the number four pick. This team is what it is. Harden's a free agent. Rumors are circulating about him maybe coming back. Uh, would you want James Harden back on the Rockets? Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind it, man. The only thing that scared me is the match contract. Mm-hmm. Like paying him four million dollars. I mean, he not wants four, four years, man. Four that's, years. that's 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 rough. That's the only thing that bothers me because I know a lot of the people are saying stuff like, "Oh, you see what he did in the playoffs? I don't want him back." Look, the Rockets ain't gonna make the playoffs. I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs this year if they get James Harden. But you'll get better point guard play <laughs> from James Harden than we did the past three years. Mm-hmm. So I'm. Look, I would be good with him being on the team. The only problem I have is the four years, man. I I just that that would be tough paying him all that money. And shoot, by by I, I want to say by the time his last year is is up, he'll be like thirty eight. Mm-hmm. And is James Harden still gonna be balling like he is at thirty eight, or is it gonna be like a a John Wall situation where you yeah. just got this dude that's eating up all of this money that ain't. They ain't, that you don't even want on the team or want want to play anymore. That's the only issue I have with it. Yeah, and then would he gel with this team? I don't see them winning if you just add Harden. So you'd have to get a lot more pieces. Like how would that affect Jabari Smith and Sagoon's development? I don't know. It's too like, look, man, we've been there and done that, dog. Like I understand Rockets fans are they want to win again. They want to be in the playoffs. And I understand the frustration, but I just don't see how things are going to be any different if Harden comes or not just worse. You know, our ceiling being the Western Conference Finals where we get beat bad. So I don't know, man. It's I, I'm uh, 
<laughs> like I said, we've been there and done that. He he had his run in Houston. I think he's just going to be on the decline in his career from now on. And I just don't know if it's worth it, man. I, I'm, I'm not down with it. Like I said, I would easily take a John Moran if they actually wanted to trade him. I doubt they will. Yeah. But James Harden, nah, I'm, I'm cool on that. We've been there, done that, like Dre said. Yeah, my choice... My choice would be get somebody else. Like, I like I don't want James Harden to be the first choice. Would you want Dame Lillard here? I would be cool with Dame Lillard here. My only, my see, the only thing I have I have issue with is, like, what's the direction? <laughs> like, is is he the only? Is that the piece, and that's it? Or are you are you trying to work some stuff up where, you know, you actually be competitive? So I I would be fine with Dame Lillard. I don't know if you want to come here, but yeah. I would be I would be fine with Dame Lillard. I, mm, the 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 move I want them to make is trade for uh J, uh Jalen Brown. I think Jalen Brown is really mm-hmm. good. I think he'll fit well. He played under Udoka, so I think they need somebody like that over a James Harden. Uh, uh, James Harden who wants to come back but wants the max. Which is which is crazy, yeah. But I would I I, I want to make moves like that. We seen what James Hard, James Harden is. So what's the point of trying to go back to that and pay him all that money? Now, if he want to come here on a two year deal or something like that, I I I'd be cool with that and and make some more moves. But I yeah I rather my plan A for me would be try to trade for Jalen Brown and I'd rather pay him than. James Harden, and then yeah. a couple other moves. Like I, I don't want to move backwards, man. Like the James Harden saga, I just don't want to repeat it. Um, Miguel says Sagoon would average twenty five with Harden, Lob City. Yeah, man, I don't know about that. <laughs> I, do think, I, do, I do want to get James credit. Uh, James credit on that. He he know how to pass out the ball. That's true. So I think he would make a lot of people around him better. I just don't know if that will make the team even better because I, I think the team will probably win maybe more games than what they won this past year. But in the NBA, what do that even matter if they get to 30 wins and still not make the playoffs? So that, that'd be my only issue. And of course you ain't going to get to James Harden for 2016. Mm-hmm. He's going to be MVP James Harden. Yeah. So, that that would be my only issue. Of course, I mean it'd be it'd be a lot better watching Rockets games than it was the past couple of years. But is that really going to take you over? Is that is that going in the right direction, or is that just treading water? Yeah, yeah, um, I, yeah. I agree with you. The 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 franchise needs some direction. We need a game plan. We can't just be, you know, bring James Harden in and and let the dice roll where they may. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the plan is. I don't know. It's it's tough right now for the Houston Rockets. They got a lot of decisions to make. Um, are they going to keep the pick? Are they going to trade it? I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully this new leadership, this new head coach can uh, figure something out. But I don't know. It's rough. It's a rough time for basketball fans in Houston. Yeah. So especially with the Spurs getting the fucking number one pick and getting Victor. That's nasty. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, Greg Popovich, Popovich ain't gonna retire at all now. How old is Greg Popovich now? He gotta be like damn near eighty, man. I thought he was supposed to retire a couple years ago, man. I thought so too. He's been teasing it. He's seventy four years old. No, just that. So will he? Yeah, I think he. Honestly, I think he might. Like this is a good opportunity for like one of his the somebody under him to get moved up. Yeah, how like is he gonna survive to develop? Or be healthy enough to develop this kid, man, at 74 years old. I don't know, dog. He might need to sit down. Yeah. That might be it for him. But uh <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll see. Um, another NBA slash rap news. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we gotta talk about this damn John Morant shit, man. We gotta talk about uh John Morant got caught with the with the uh with the Glock, with the blicky. With the stick, with the whatever you want to call it, he got caught with a gun, man. He was, uh, I guess his friend was on IG Live. And I don't even know how this shit was found because I don't think barely anybody was watching it. <laughs> but so, And it was like a half second frame. You have to pause it. Because I, I, when I first watched the video, I didn't see it. Me either. I watched it a bunch of times and didn't see it. Where I thought it wasn't the right video. Yeah. And it wasn't until I had to like keep pausing it and keep on. <laughs> y'all, y'all on the internet is good. Cause yeah. I would never caught that. Yeah. So yeah, he got caught. Um, and yeah, it was a freeze frame. He had to pause really quick to even see. But he did it again. Um, and of course, all the talking heads have talked about it everybody has some people like jj reddick has said you know it's unfair to punish him for like 40 games when there's politicians out here waving guns around nothing bad happens to them you got people like fucking michael wilbon and charles barkley and shannon sharp and the likes of them talking about how you know he's just a knucklehead and whatever and being really stupid and his Will Bond's son won't wear his shoes no more. I don't know. Some goofy shit. Whatever the fuck these old Knicks were saying. <laughs> There's been Knicks reception. I think everybody admits he fucked up. But as far as how much he should get punished, it's been a uh, matter of debate. So he did release a, a apology that sounded very chat GPT-like. <laughs> so I don't know if he actually or even if anybody on his team wrote it, but uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, what do you think about this whole thing? Biggie? What are your thoughts about this John Morant shit? Do you think he should be banned for life or do you think he should, uh, I don't know, be able to exercise his second amendment right to bear arms? <laughs> man, I think it's getting out of control, man. What people think should happen to John Morant. Do I think he's stupid? Yes, I look. I don't understand why he's going around carrying a gun. people like that should not be going around carrying good. They, they should have some goons or some security that's holding it down. He should be clean as a whistle. So, I think that's dumb by itself. Also, I think it's I think it's dumb for him to like. Why is you up in the uh, a bleaky? <laughs> on camera like that like i that's not the first thing i'm doing but to, to me i felt like i don't honestly look man if he was in his own house 
I don't see what's wrong with that. Maybe he's registered to carry or something like that. He he might not be. I don't know. But what's wrong with doing something like that for a video? I don't like. I don't think that's against the law. I think it's stupid. I wouldn't do it. But I don't think it's against the law for him to do that. But on the other side is he he's playing in the NBA. So you you know it's a lot of stuff that we can do and it's no big deal. But you can't do it if you're a, a star NBA player like that or any NBA player. So it, it's not a good look for the NBA to have star players like that flashing guns and you know looking reckless like that. But to me, it's ridiculous when people saying he need to be banned from the league or uh, or he need a 50-game suspension. To me, I think that's silly, man. Unless he gets charged with something or he get caught with a gun, that's a totally different thing. If he get caught with a gun and get into into some legal trouble, have at it. <laughs> but he, he didn't get in any legal trouble. So I just don't get why people is, you know, trying to come hard on him like that. Pause. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. The only reason I think he'll probably get a, a long suspension is because it's the second time doing it, and he made the league and the team look bad because I felt like they, they covered for him the first time it happened, man. Okay, they took it very easy on him. I think – they gave him a light suspension that included games he already missed when he stepped away from the team to get therapy or whatever. And that was included in his suspension. So it was like an A-game suspension where he only like really, really missed like three games. And yeah, the the fact they they rolled out the mental health excuse, they they did it. They gave him a whole bunch of softball questions on ESPN like they they really carried his water for him the first time it happened, and he made them all look bad when he just did it again a few weeks later. So yeah. just for that, I feel like, and the fact that you met with the commissioner and he emphasized how serious this shit was, and you say that you're gonna do better, and then so for for that alone, I understand why they might just have to send this dude a message and give him like forty games or so. Yeah, I get that part, but. Like I said, like I've been saying on this podcast, man, ever since COVID, dog, the pearl clutching in in the media and, and in general is just too much, man. Like, I'm not going to lie, dog. I'll watch a rap video every week with niggas waving guns and cameras. And it's like not the is is not the end of the world, dog. Is it a bad look for an NBA player? Yes, I admit it. But it, it was just... The, the pearl clutching, the oh my goodness, it, it's getting a little too much, man. The the Will Bond shit was just way too dramatic, I felt. Yeah. <laughs> Landry, Landry on Facebook said Rocket backed off that last guess, off that guess last week quicker than the Rockets Twitter did Wimby. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Jay Bell, man. Shout out to Jay Bell. <laughs> 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 you uh, let her breathe man you let her breathe <laughs> yeah 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 that was a that was quite the quite the quite the little podcast we had there um Mikhail said it's because he's young and black old whiteheads uh yeah i don't know here's here's the thing i kept seeing that's good like 
the defenses for Jow were kind of stupid too, man. Okay. I've seen stupidity on both sides that I'm getting sick of. The pearl clutchers, the oh my goodness, the uh the the all that shit. And then also the oh, they're just doing this because he's black and he's doing something black. Like they're implying that waving the gun, listening to rap is like black culture. <laughs> so they're hating on him for acting black. Which y'all understand how fucked up that sounds? <laughs> that you're saying this type of shit is in our culture? Nah, man. It's not. This is some, this it's some recent rapper shit. Don't do that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so nah, I, I'm not down with that either, man. The excuses on both ends are getting tired, dog. Honestly, yeah. but I don't know. Uh, Drunk says somebody asked me if Jokic was doing the same as John Morant, would he have the same reaction? Uh, I I mean, I, I can't. Even, the thing is, I can't even imagine Jokic doing that. But you would imagine, yeah, he would if they like. For example, I I want to say it was him that got in trouble because he said no homo. Like he uh, in an interview, I think that was him, wasn't it? Uh, who who said that? Jokic. Uh, really, I ain't, uh I don't know. I gotta look that up. But I want to say it was him in an interview that said no homo. I got I got to look up. Yeah, he got fined. This was in 2018. Okay, I didn't know that. He got fined for saying. I didn't realize it was him. Yeah, I remember that clip because it was hilarious. Yeah, he was like, uh, he was talking about somebody who was uh, they were playing against. He was like, "No homo." He really stretched me out. (laughs) 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 And he got fined for that shit. So if he said that, like, if he kept saying "no homo" or said it again after that shit, then would he get in trouble yes because you know they they do a whole lot of things with pride month and the lgbt community so of course he'd be in trouble for that but yeah this this is another thing i i was kind of thinking i think somebody brought it up um when it, like because there's a lot of nba players that like to go hunting and all this other stuff where some of them like to show off their guns or post a picture with a gun just kind of like you know just showing it off a little bit like, when if Job Morant did something like that, he was just kind of showing off his guns. Not like in the video or anything, recklessly, mm-hmm. but just kind of like a, hey, I got this, I got this gun right here about to go hunting or something like that. Is is that a big deal? Or is it just the, I guess, the energy Job Morant is bringing to make people kind of look that way? I'll say this much, man. Yeah, you can legally own a gun and you can show your guns I feel like, and, and I don't want to sound like a pearl clutcher myself, but there's got to be like some proper gun safety things that got to take place when you hold a gun, man. Because there are a lot of accidental gun deaths in America every year. And a lot of people blow their heads off what by po- playing around with the gun. A lot of kids yeah, and all that. Not. So, you, yeah, it's a bad look to have a dude dancing, holding a gun up to his head damn near. Because mm-hmm. it, it, it just it, it would be one thing if he was just on a range or trying to it show just show the gun, but doing it in a safe manner versus what he was doing. So I get that part. But yeah. like I said, I don't think it was a fucking end of the world, man. OK, <laughs> yeah. yeah, because I was just thinking about it like I th- like I said, the job and rent situation is a little more reckless because he actually got in trouble before. I guess yeah. it was. And uh, he was in a whole nother state that had different laws. 
But when if he was just at the house chilling on the couch and he just upped the pistol, like, hey, yeah, look at this. Hey, like, is he like, should he get 50 games for that? <laughs> or is it just the, like, like I said, or if, is it just the vibe and the, you know what happened before? The pro, uh, is that the problem? I think I, I don't think it's, that's the only problem, because I think if you have like a corporate like, look, if Figgy, if you went, if you did that. Okay, you probably get in trouble with Sports Radio 610, you know, yeah. because y'all got an image and all that stuff. So if you did that, then there would be some issues, of course. But yeah, I don't know, man. It, it, it's it's tr- it's very tricky, man. Yeah, it is. Not because it got me thinking now. Like, can the like when if he can he go hunting? Like, can he go hunt? Is that cool if he was like in the whole hunting outfit and saying, hey, but but here's the thing where we're act we're we're kind of that's why I'm kind of curious. Like, is it a policy on this or is it just being stupid? But here's the thing where we're kind of being oblivious, man. Okay. It's not like he he's acting like he's using his gun in a responsible way. Like this nigga is implying he's gonna shoot at the ops. (laughs) He's not going hunting. It's being stupid. It's not. It's not about the gun. It's. It's about being reckless and stupid. I would say so, probably. But he, like I said, I don't. I don't think it was the end of the world. But we. We got to be honest. Like the mute. The, the shit he was dancing to. It was like the way he was holding. Like he. And he's no, done I it before. Yeah. Like no, I'm definitely. He, he's not trying to go out hunting or use a gun yeah. responsibly or go target practice shooting or some shit, man. Yeah. Like he he's yeah. implying he's gonna shoot at his enemies. Yeah. No, I get I get that. I, and I think he should get in uh, in a little bit of trouble because I think it's kind of goofy. But I was wondering what is the like what's the rule to this? Like what's the what is he getting? What is the rule? <laughs> because a lot of people keep saying the whole he didn't get in trouble for flashing his gun on Instagram live. Like, is that a rule? Can you not flash a gun on Instagram? Is that part of the NBA rule? Like, what's like what's the rule between, you know, I guess having a gun on Instagram? They, they, there, there probably is none, but here's the catch. The NBA has a rule and not pretty much all sports leagues have a rule called conduct detrimental to the league. Yeah. Which can mean anything that makes them look bad. Yeah. So they don't doesn't need to be a, a gun law. I think there actually is after that Gilbert Arena shit. Now you ever after that happened, now you can't have guns like anywhere near the premises or whatever. Yeah. But um yeah, the conduct the conduct detrimental to the league means anything they want it to mean. So yeah. if you make the league look bad in their eyes, you can be punished for it. Yeah, and that's the same thing that happened with Deshaun Watson. Yeah, what he got in trouble for exactly, and you know, there's no rule to you know being inappropriate at a uh, at a massage <laughs> with a massage therapist, but it is that rule where they can punish you however many games as they want. Yeah, and I think they, I mean, they have some CBA rules about how and things can happen, but yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, drunk says Ja is what I call a combination platter. The sides is him holding guns, but the main course is his crew threatening to kill Pacer staff and him punching a team in a pickup. Yeah, and that's the thing, too. He has, like, a low-key rap sheet at this point. Yeah, yeah. You know? 
So the the combination platter metaphor threw me off though. Maybe I'd be thinking about lubies and fucking <laughs> Luan platters and shit, man. <laughs> but yeah, man. I mean, that's the thing. It's not if it was a one off thing with him, or if he was just a dude who just liked rap and liked guns. Maybe it'll be something different. But just he, the energy he's been putting out with these incidents as well. Even though there's been like no law broken, no charges, no nothing apparently. Yeah, it, it, it's just a, a bad look. So, yeah, it, and it's really going to get tricky, too, because this ain't going to be the first time this happened. He ain't going to be the this. He ain't going to be the only NBA player that show a gun on social medias. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you it's going to be somebody else to do the same thing. And then we're going to have this same conversation like, oh, y'all came down hard on Ja. But, you know, Joe Blow, he he never got in trouble. This is oh, yeah. In trouble. So why y'all ain't coming down on it? It's gonna be that type of situation, mm-hmm. and that stuff is always tricky. But I, I, I think it's, I think it's because of his rap, his rap sheet, all the yeah. stuff he's going through. So it, it, they, they probably is gonna come down hard on him. And, probably, you know, and it's, it's gonna look silly because it's like it was just an Instagram, you know, video, and he didn't break any laws. But I think it's more of. You know his past, the past stuff that been happening, because it's kind of like a technical foul. Draymond Green would get tossed out real quick, or I don't. I, I use somebody else, but somebody else that's a dirty player, known to be a dirt, Dylan Brooks. He he'll probably get tossed out real quick over something that somebody else might do the same thing and won't probably won't even get checked or anything. So it's just all about the rap sheet. <laughs> To uh, uh, I guess that determines the consequence. Yeah, yeah, um, and yeah, I don't like. I said I think the reaction has been over dramatic. Honestly, um, people implying that his career is over or that he's like gonna be out the league soon. People wouldn't want them him on their team. I get the fuck out of here, man. Dude's like what 22, 23 twenty three years old, man. Yeah, dude has a lot of basketball left to play. And yes, it's some goofy shit, but it wasn't like he killed somebody. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Junk says, I don't know why I said platter. I'm in plate. I'm drunk. <laughs> you, think, you think about food, dog. I can't blame you, man. I'm thinking about the Luan platter myself, man. I miss that shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so other things, let's talk about some other things we missed this past uh, couple weeks that we got to get up to, man. Um, so your boy MGK is uh i guess he's rapping again now man yeah i guess he done crossed over and done crossed back at this <laughs> point because he released a uh what he calls a, a renegade freestyle which of course is a uh rap over the instrumental from eminem and jay-z of renegade and apparently he's a uh, dissing jack harlow who just released the album i guess he dissed mgk no, so I think um, Jack Harlow, I don't know if it was in a song or a statement, but he said he's the second best white rapper. Oh, okay. And, and you know, uh, obviously Eminem is number mm-hmm. one. And let me play my little drum. You sliding around playing Eminem. <laughs> play nah, just Dolo. <laughs> just Dolo playing Eminem, just, just metaphors. Yeah. Just metaphors. Oh, just metaphors. <laughs> you Dolo playing Eminem. <laughs> I, 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 guess, I guess Jack Harlow would fly around with, with his old lady listening to yeah. Eminem. 
Slide around. <laughs> you slide around with your old lady listening to Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so Jack Harlow pretty much said he's the second best white rapper. And um, that actually sparked a little debate on social media. I mean, a little debate because I've seen a few people talking about mm-hmm. it. I don't think nobody cared. But, yeah, I, I guess they kind of rub MGK the wrong way. <laughs> he decided to make a, a, a diss song to him. That's, you know, I guess he's just bored. Like, number one, MGK don't even rap no more. So, <laughs> and, and saying you're the second best white rapper is like, saying you're the second best black swimmer <laughs> so, so, hey let's fight for second place guys let's not be the best let's be the second best let's 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 make a diss song about the about being the second best like you know how silly that sound he he like first of all jack harlow should have went all out and said i'm the best white rapper mm-hmm. i'd rather him do that or he could have said i'm the best white rapper since eminem i don't don't say no. I'm the second uh, best white rapper. Like, come on, man. What you doing, man? Stop being scared of Eminem. Right. <laughs> they don't look. Uh, white white rappers need the Eminem fan base, man. Here's the thing: they can't piss them off. They, so they need the uh, they need the fan base as well. They need their support. So you can't you can't piss off the Eminem fan base, man. They're deep. They've been rolling deep since '99. So yeah, yeah, you don't they don't want that smoke, man. They 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 don't made MGK crossover into a whole new genre. I know. <laughs> so here's what I'll say about that MGK freestyle, man. Like people were acting like it was terrible, and it was so it wasn't a bad freestyle, man. Actually, it wasn't it was bad, good, man. Because usually you could tell by the first couple seconds, and you know if it's not good, if it sounds corny, you just punch out, you you mm-hmm. out. I actually listened to the whole thing. I'm like, damn, it, he actually rapped. Like to me, he had some nice little lines in it, man. It wasn't yeah. bad. If you come if you come away with that record and say that shit was ass, like I just don't, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't trust your music taste, man. Because yeah, you, uh, I, you, I don't trust your rap. I guess, yeah, thoughts <laughs> or lyricism thoughts. Yeah, because I mean, it's one thing like you cannot like um, MGK. Like I, I'm good with that. But sometimes you gotta give it up to people. If they rapping, they rapping. <laughs> and I, I just don't get the hate behind that. I, I felt like he was rapping his ass off. Yeah, it wasn't bad, man. But that that was a random thing. That reminds me of like the petty beefs of like the eighties and nineties. Like I I was rewatching the beef between LL Cool J and Cannabis. And every time it gets me about how stupid that fucking beef was, man, like it started over nothing. Cannabis had a line about borrowing the mic off of LL Cool J's arm and LL Cool J just went in on the nigga for no reason at all. <laughs> so like shit like that is just such a silly reason to, to have a little beef, but whatever. I guess he just needs some attention. Uh, HRW on Twitch asks, what do you think of that new white men can't jump with Jack Harlow? Did that come out? Yeah, I thought that comes out tomorrow. Yeah, I think uh, so. Do, are we hate watching that figgy? Are we are we gonna uh, watch this shit? I'm a proud I'm gonna probably check it out. If you watch it, I'll watch it. How about that? Are we, yeah, are we gonna we, break we, down this movie and watch yeah, it? Yeah, we go let's watch it and then we review it next week. Okay. Yeah, okay. I look, I think honestly, I seen some of the previews. It don't look this is my only problem, man. If they would have named this basketball one on one. 
like just name the move the movie basketball basketball with friends or some shit. <laughs> like it probably wouldn't be a bad movie. We'd probably be like, damn, this is actually pretty good. It could have the same storyline and everything. Somebody would probably be like, damn, this kind of like um <laughs> white man can't jump a little bit. But I don't think people have a problem with it. The only issue is remaking white man can't jump. Mm-hmm. That's the only issue, man. That that's the problem I have with it. Like, dog, like I don't, I don't know. I'm a, I'm gonna watch it though. I'm, I'm gonna check it. I'm gonna give it a fair chance. I ain't, I'm gonna throw my bias out and just look watch it. I gave Coming to America two a fair chance, even though I knew it was gonna be terrible. Okay, so I'll give this a fair chance. I won't compare it too much to the old one. I'll just try to judge it as its own thing. I might watch the old. I haven't seen the old one in a long time. I might rewatch it just in case. But I will judge it on its own merits. But it, it just looks kind of corny to me, man. And yeah. I, I'm not a fan of Jack Harlow, period. Uh, Drunk says, Jack Harlow, a Disney rapper to me. I can't support MGK. This was fire, too. He also said, every time I try to say that MGK, this was fire, people look at me like I'm tripping. Like, it wasn't bad. People were overdramatic talking about it was trash. Yeah. Like, what about it was trash, man? The dude, I mean, he, he can rap. And yeah. he was rapping. Now, was it as good as Eminem or even Jay-Z's verse on the original song? No. But it was a good verse, man. It wasn't bad. Yeah, he, he can rap. Like, hey, if you want to get into the what rap songs he made that was good, that's a whole different topic. Yeah. But right here to this point, I felt like he, I felt like that was a good verse. And here's the thing, and this goes back to our debate about image versus ability. Like, once people decide you're corny, no matter what you do, is you're always gonna be seen as corny, man. Yeah, and that's the annoying say- thing with people with rap fans. Yeah, no matter what you put out, if they say they if they think you're corny, and that's the thing that Freddie Gibbs goes through. You yeah. know, Freddie Gibbs is an amazing rapper, and he has mm-hmm. great projects, but he's always in some bullshit that it makes him look bad. So I think people just have it sit on their mind that he's corny. So yeah. his music must be corny too. Yeah, and I ain't gonna lie, I kind of got to the point where I feel like he is kind of corny. Like I won't let the I won't let that that stuff blind me of his music and his talent. But a lot of people do. And they kind of missing out on good music, but when you go through stuff when he getting jumped, he's talking shit on Twitter, he going back and forth with academics, and now this is baby mama thing going on. It's just like, man, it's 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 like I get why people probably don't want to listen to him. Like I kind of understand it. But I do think he got some good music. Now, I, I'm not going to lie, though. Um, at the gym, some some Freddie Gibbs songs come on the playlist. And I can't help oh, but think of this Freddie Gibbs. I, the Freddie Gibbs hashtag just comes to my mind, man. It, it's tough to listen. It's kind of like Gunna, I hate yeah. to say. I can't. Gunna songs don't sound the same no more, man. <laughs> Something about them is just off. Man. And the same thing with Freddie Gibbs right now, man. I keep thinking of this Freddie Gibbs bullshit. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> there's some pictures. There's some pictures. No, I don't think that. I didn't okay. see any pictures, but I know okay. the the that Freddie Gibbs was trending for like a day. Yeah, <laughs> I was I like, think, what the fuck? I, th- I think the baby mama said she got a picture of him spreading his cheeks. Or yeah, something. yeah. But I, I was wondering, did she actually release the picture, or is she just talking shit? 
<laughs> and we never did talk about that either. But mm-hmm. there was a whole drama with um, uh, Freddie Gibbs was dating this porn star, uh, and he got her pregnant and basically dipped. So she she told their whole story on Twitter with pictures and everything about how you know they were talking about marriage and having kids and all this stuff, and then she got pregnant. And then he, the whole energy and vibe changed. He wanted her to get an abortion. She was at first, but then she changed her mind and she can't get a hold from him for anything now. So a whole lot of stuff going on with him. And uh, yeah, he, he, she went on DJ academics show as well and kind of explained herself and all that shit. So <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's this, it's, it's a weird look. And yeah. it's always it always seems to be him in this bullshit too, man. I know. I, I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt for a long time. Yeah. But now it's just like, man, buddy, it might be you, man. Yeah. The issue. Yeah. And now his porn star girl is is doing scenes with his baby in her stomach. Yes. Oh it's, my cold God. it's the evil world we live in, man. Future was right. Yeah, the one is. true thing Future said is the evil world we live in, indeed, man. <laughs> Drunk says I woke up at 2 a.m. and Fred Freddie gives baby mama a whole thread. It was better than John Wick 4. Yeah, well, it was pretty entertaining, man. <laughs> it was she she spread out a whole lot of no pun intended. She spread out a whole lot of facts and uh video evidence and all this stuff, text, and apparently his first baby mama was like harassing her and all this shit. So yeah, he uh and he already has like four kids, I believe, as well. So he's been around. And yeah. I don't know, man. It's I, I feel like and men, we're just yeah. like part of me kind of understands because I feel like as men, like if the pussy fire, then we will we'll, we'll <laughs> we, yeah. we lose our mind, dog. Yeah. I think he actually at that point when she was, I mean, number one, he's 40 years old. She's like 25. So you already got this young bad thing giving it to you. I yeah. think he was just in in a in a whole nother world. I man. think a lot of people be in the moment when they when yeah. they're having sexual intercourse. They yes, in the moment <laughs> they don't be sitting there thinking like, oh, you know what? Let me wrap up, or you know, yes. let me get mine nah, off. He, he was he was in dream selling mode. I think he was on cloud nine at that point, man. He was like, oh, we're gonna have kids, we're gonna have a family, we're gonna move to France, we're gonna do all, see all this shit niggas just say, and yeah. then. When she said she's pregnant, the reality hit. Like, wait a minute. Yeah, I nah, impregnated I was, a porn I was, star. I was talking shit. <laughs> I mean that shit for real. <laughs> and so, to be and to be honest, a lot of dudes get their shit off like that. A lot of dudes like the pillow talk. They like to say some sweet words to a girl, saying, "You know, I love you," and you my you my yep. girl. All this other stuff to get it. And once they get it, they they done. Look, we've we have men have all been guilty of selling some dreams, man. We've all said I love you before we even meant it or didn't mean it ever. <laughs> yeah, uh, HRW said pull out game slipping. I don't think he was trying to pull out, man. I think he was trying to impregnate, and then he realized what the fuck just happened when she had the baby. So, uh, junk says crazy dog because I remember Freddie cuffing her through her cuff. I remember Freddie cuffing her tough on social media. And yeah, she talked about that on the academic show that basically like it seemed like his PR people 
set the whole thing up with her because they thought it would be a good look for him. Mm. And so he posted her and like started claiming her and all this shit. So Damn. yeah, after a while, she was like, I wonder if he just posted me and cuffed me for clout. But I don't know, man. That's a that's an interesting PR move if if that's true. Yeah. Mm. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> of all people, but hey, I don't know. I mean, it's not like Freddie Gibbs is like an A-list rapper in the mainstream. So yeah, so take what you can get, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh Tab said, Oh, what's up, Tab? By the way, I don't know if he said what's up to you yet, but Tab what's is up, here. Man? Uh Tab said, Don't you think MGK is just hating on Jack Harlow for attention? Uh yeah, I would uh, probably because um, yeah, it was not like Jack Harlow directly diss MGK. So yeah, what I say uh, about this is I kind of I kind of like this man because Jack Harlow he made a bold statement, man. He said he was the second best white rapper ever. So that I get that was a bold statement being second best. Mm-hmm. And I like that you know MGK didn't tweet. He didn't do an Instagram live or anything like that. He dropped a song and it was fire. I, I like that. It wasn't nothing like he he ain't say nothing violent. He ain't say nothing, you know, trying to expose him and all this other stuff. He got right to the point, man. So I look, man, I, I respect that. Because nowadays people say stuff and other people just go back and forth on social media and they get messy and, and kind of get corny. He look, man. He got in the booth and rapped. Yeah. Look, I, I I can't I can't help but to respect that. Yeah, I think the disc record has been replaced with the fucking subtweet at this point, man. I don't like it. I, I like hip hop. Keep it hip hop, okay? Go to the booth. Yeah. No, don't fucking uh tweet out some bullshit or drop just some goofy subliminal in a random song. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's the energy, man. That's the other thing I hate. And I think Jay-Z is infamous for this. Mm-hmm. But um, he don't do a diss. He'll reply in some type of song, like a sneak diss in the song. Yeah. It just be like, man, come on, man. Like it was still cool, but I think also Drake made it popular to make a hit song, a diss song, pretty much. Yeah. Where the, you know, the bat to back. And it's just like, man. Like, come on, man. Like, just make a regular diss song and keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Now nah. you got people trying to make hit songs and, and throw a little jabs in there and, and calling it a diss song. It's like, man, I, I guess I get the marketing behind it because the radio going to play it. Because Nicki did the same thing. Yeah. Remy Ma tried to make a, like a, like a, a song, a radio song and make it a diss song. Mm-hmm. It's just like, come on, man. Yeah, that was pretty embarrassing. But to give Jay-Z credit, like, at least for the most part, he says names. Like, he yeah. makes it clear who he's dissing. And Drake has, has never said a name in a song of somebody <laughs> he dissed. Sometimes we got to fucking put the pieces together like a fucking jigsaw type shit and understand <laughs> who he's talking about. And it's yeah. like, man, just say names. You can say Pusha T. It's not going to fucking kill your career. But whatever, man. Um, other things that happened that we haven't talked about yet. Oh, yeah. Uh, Akron's own prince himself, Bronny James, is committing to USC. Um, you have any thoughts about that in particular? Um, I think it makes sense, man. A lot of people thought he was gonna go to Ohio State, mm-hmm. 
And uh, I heard a couple people saying uh, Ohio State dropped the ball because they could have been recruiting him as a baby. And you know how can you not? How can you miss out on Brownie? But I think it makes sense, man. Look, like he's been living in L.A. and Cali for a minute now. That's that's where they live. I don't think he want to go back. I don't think he want to go to Columbus to go to school. So I think it makes sense, man. USC is fly. So uh, just go to USC. He, you know, money ain't a thing. I think he making like seven million. Uh, NIL deals. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just go to the fly school because I don't think that was like a big, huge basketball. Um, like it, it, it's a big school, but it's not like a, a Duke or North Carolina or something when it comes to um, college basketball. But I think it's just a, a, a school in in Cali. He, he still got the weather, so just go to USC for a year. Do you think he'll pan out in the league, man? Um, define pan out. I mean, do like, you last- think? Do you think he'll be on a starting lineup? Uh, I don't think so. Not not starting off. I I don't. To be honest, I could see. At first, I didn't think he was gonna be drafted in the first round. I didn't think he was like a first round talent. I definitely don't think he's a lottery pick. I don't think he's a, you know, top 15 player in the draft. I do think, you know, just off the strength of his name and who his dad is, I do think he'll get picked in the first round. I, I can see somebody rolling the dice on him 16 and after. I can, I, I can see I can see that. Will he be a starting player? Not yet. I think it'd be on and off. I think I can see him being like a um like an Austin Rivers type player. That's, you know. He, he he's okay, but kind of bounce around a little bit. I'm I'm kind of curious to see how the how the league gonna treat Bronny. I'm I'm curious how these you know these uh, NBA execs are they gonna like try to force him in the starting lineup? Are they gonna force to play him? Are they gonna you know just release him a little bit uh, or release? I'm I'm, I'm kind of curious how they gonna treat him. Because LeBron got a lot of influence in the mm-hmm. NBA. So I wonder if they're going to treat him like another player or they're going to treat him like that's LeBron's son. So we need to be <laughs> we need to be careful how we treat him. Because I feel like, like Austin Rivers, I think he's an okay player. But I feel like because Doc Rivers is a coach, I feel like he got a lot of leeway more than he should. Because Ooh. I think he played for Doc Rivers a few times. And I'm like, man, will he be uh, like? He wouldn't have been in. Uh, he wouldn't have played for the Clippers if uh, Doc Rivers was there. But he got a lot. It, it was. It was literally like a coach's kid to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm. I'm kind of curious with that. Will Will the NBA have that same energy when it comes to Bronny? I don't. I mean, Austin Rivers is good, man. Like even when he's left uh, uh, L.A., he he was good on other teams as well. He's a good like he's a good role player, yeah. But as Bronny, I don't know, man. The best case scenario is he really works on his game and he he plays really well in college. But um, I don't know, I don't know. It's too. I think it's too early to say. But I don't know. Like I don't think we've ever had like a, a huge star son 
be a star as well. You know, we've had people who played in the NBA have sons who are greater, like a Steph Curry and all that, and Clay Thompson. But you you, you never had a a Jordan like, look what happened with Jordan and the sons. You know, it's either one or the other. Exactly. But who who knows? He might break the mold and be okay. We'll see. A lot, it's funny because a lot of people saying the other son, um, Bryce, I think it's yeah, Bryce. Yeah. That he's probably going to be the better one. Yeah, he's bigger already, I think. And he's yeah. younger. So Yeah, I ain't see that coming. I'm like, damn, really? Yeah. So, um, I don't know. If he don't hit with Bronny, I could maybe the other, maybe Bryce can be the one that uh, take over. Yeah, there's Lonzo and LaMelo all over again, man. You thought Lonzo was going to be the star. Yeah. And, uh, you know what what happened after that, so we'll see. Tab asks, is a plan still on for LeBron to play with his son? I, I was thinking about this. I'm like, okay, what team would want a 40-year-old LeBron? Because that's about how old he would be when Bronny makes it into the league. And I don't know. I Like, what are you signing him on a one-year one deal just to have him at that point? I'm sure he'll still be playing pretty well because he's 38 and he's still balling out unless some catastrophic injury happens. But I I just don't know if any team is going to want like a 40 year old LeBron and his 19 year old or whatever son. It'll sell tickets. I'll I'll give you that much. It'll sell. Maybe that's all that matters. Maybe if they could just sell tickets, some team will do it. So fair enough. Yeah, I think the only team that would probably do it was probably the Lakers. Yeah. And, man, for sure the Cavs. Mm-hmm. I think the Cavs would take him back in a heartbeat. Yeah. But I I don't know, man. I think I, th- I think LeBron, when he said that, that he would go to whatever team that drafted his son, I think that was a little play. Yeah, it could be. Uh, you know, try to get his son drafted early in the first round or something. If it's son, like like if it play out like I said, I, I think it might play out. I I think he'd be fine if it's not going the first round period. I think he'd be fine with that. I think he was a little he probably was a little worried that son was probably going to go late in the second round or something. But if his son is a for sure first round pick, I don't think I don't think he's just going to go to that team. I think he'd probably be sticking around with the Lakers or something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. They, they could just take him on the Lakers, man. We'll see. What's crazy is like LeBron, like him saying how I guess he'd go to any other team. He'd go to a team that play with us just to play with his son. He would still probably demand some big money. It wouldn't be a thing where he's signed a veteran minimum or something. He would probably still be demanding like, one year, two years, forty million each or something. It 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 still be something wild, and which I in the I would be fine with because I'm sure he'll still be good. But just just think about that. He like I don't think he's gonna take a pay cut just to team up with his son. I think he's yeah. still gonna I think he's still gonna go in and rob them faceless. Look, LeBron been known to exaggerate the truth, so this could be another case. A LeBron capping. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see when uh, LeBron, when Bronny gets drafted, if he keeps up on his promise. But he also said he'd, he'd do the dunk contest. He also said he knew Kobe was going to get 81. 
He also <laughs> said a bunch of shit, man. So uh, LeBron be lying sometimes. We can't really take him at his word. Yeah. <laughs> um, we didn't talk about this, did we? The, the whole thing with uh, Anita Baker uh, getting kicked off Babyface's tour. I guess they were touring together, and they yeah. had some kind of beef at a show. Apparently, he had to not perform to give her space to perform her show. And there was a whole thing about it. People were upset and wanted refunds. And now I guess she's off the tour, period. What's going on with this, man? Yeah, so I seen that. Um, it was really shocking because Babyface actually posted it on his social media. Mm-hmm. And um, I think, you know, that's no big deal because, he, you know, he, he was pretty much apologizing to the fans. He didn't say nothing snarky. Outside of the uh, Miss Anita Baker wanted her space or something like that, but I think the key to this was all the comments in the in his comment section was very well respected R and B people. It was A uh, and R's and producers and stuff. So you had like Stephanie Mills, pretty much giving a side eye, like, "Yeah, I know what you're talking about," or. You know, they was pretty much pumping them up, saying, you know what, you, you like, we we know about this. So, it kind of, I ain't going to lie, man, it kind of rubbed me the wrong way with Nita Baker. We talked about Freddie Gibbs, how shit don't hit the same. Mm-hmm. There's all this stuff going on. I don't know. I, it didn't get that bad to this point yet, but it kind of rubbed me the wrong way about Nita Baker because I heard for a minute that, you know, she might have been, you know, very diva-ish. But how you gonna be diva ish towards one of the greatest producers, songwriters of, you know, uh, of of our time, man? Babyface is a legend. So I, I I just don't I just don't get that, man. I think look, I was just I, I still might go to the Nita Baker concert. I think it's later this year, if she if it's still going on. But um, like I want I wanted to see Babyface. Like I kind of want to see Babyface more than her, mm-hmm. so it's just like, man, like is she that bad? We're like, who, who get? We kind of had that conversation a little bit last week with Chris Brown and and Usher, and who, who the hell gets into it with Usher? Like, you really got it? Got to be a you problem if you get into it with Usher allegedly. So I, I kind of had that same energy here. Who, who just gets into it? who? Who who go through stuff like this with Babyface? So I don't know. It kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I hope I hope is I hope he get back on the tour. I hope they patch things up or something. But this is rubbed me the wrong way. No, I agree, man. Look, I think there's enough evidence or claims and and what people have said to surmise that Anita Baker is kind of an asshole, man. <laughs> like we've known it from people. She was randomly blocking people on Twitter for no reason. And it's a lot of people who who have been, I guess, have interacted with her in, in the business who say she's an asshole as well. It, it's something we don't want to hear because, I mean, she's a legendary singer. She has some classic albums, man. Yeah. The Rapture album is like a top five R&B album, arguably, of all time. But yeah. it, 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 she could just be an asshole, man. It started where there's smoke, there might be fire. Hey, what up, David? See you in the Twitch comments, man. He says, I wonder if Anita Baker versus Babyface is both legend egos clashing. I mean, it could be, but from what I've seen, and I could be wrong because I never met either of them, 
but babyface don't really seem to have that much of an ego. Like he yeah. really seems to be more of a, like a laid back, go up the flow type dude. Mm-hmm. And, and Anita Baker, I think. Now, to be fair, like the 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 post that Babyface put up seemed kind of spicy. Yeah. So, and that seemed out of character for him to even say that much. So yeah. it, it could be something there, but I I'm signed with Babyface, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I just feel like he is not the problem here. I have nothing yeah. to base that on. It's all baseless speculation, but I feel like it's needed Baker because there's been too many thoughts and people talk, speaking on her and say, she's kind of an asshole. Yeah. And very diva ish. Yeah. And also the whole wording of she needs her space. Yeah. Perform more of her songs or something like that. Like, do you think Scar? I was about to say Scarf. Scarf. <laughs> but do you think Babyface is really, you know, being that much of a nuisance on tour? Mm-hmm. Or like, man, I, I got to kick him. I got to kick him off to get my stuff up. Or, you know, he's bothering me too much. Or, or he's giving me a lot of issues. Do you think that's the case? I, I just don't. I just don't see it. Maybe I'm wrong. Like, I don't know. I don't know nobody either. But I just just with the track record, I I don't hear too much bad things about Babyface. Yeah, yeah, and, and he says he was asked not to perform, which uh, I don't know. That's that's I don't know. That that's wild. Like yeah. how are you gonna ask? Like people came to see this dude. How are you gonna ask him not to perform? Yeah. Okay. I, I I'm not. I don't know who got more fans, but. I want to see Babyface probably more so than Anita Baker. At Me the show. too, and I like both so, of them. But Me too. I, like, I would be a little more excited to see Babyface. Yeah, just a uh, just a tad bit. I, I I'd be super pumped. I I wouldn't leave once Anita Baker get on stage, mm-hmm. and but I I would be super excited to see Babyface. I thought well, that I thought that was a damn good tour, man. Damn yeah. good. With with Anita Baker and Babyface, I would treat it like the Nas and Lauren Hill thing, where when Lauren Hill, you don't know if she was gonna show up, you don't know what time she was gonna show up, and mm-hmm. you went to go see it for Nas. Nas put on a good show. If Lauren Hill showed up and was okay, that would be a bonus, but you don't count on it. Yeah, I feel like the same thing with Anita Baker because apparently she's been like super late at times and cut the whole thing short. So I don't know, but. Yeah, it's rough, man. I don't know. I don't know if she's been banned from closing the show or not, man. I don't know what's going on, but yeah, it's messed up that these R&B legends got beef. Yeah, so um, HRW said it's Gems and Juice banning Anita from closing the show. We haven't had Anita Baker close the show in a minute, man. Yeah, we, don't want we can't. Glad. Yeah, we yeah. Don't want glad. But I did consider, you know, having somebody sing a Anita Baker song to close it out. Maybe we mm-hmm. can get by but i don't know now man i don't know yeah hey we, we had to we don't, we don't need no people that that's allegedly assholes <laughs> like this man closing art show out with the vibes look if anita baker knew she we were using her music she would probably sue us so <laughs> i doubt she'd be cool with us being we're being on a podcast period she'd probably block us on twitter too so <laughs> Hey, if we if we got to ban Anita, we might have to, even though she's already been banned because we don't play her music no more. Yeah. David says uh, Scarface must still be on tour. Speaking of which, 
he still hasn't come back to that podcast with Willie D, oh, man. man. Fucking ridiculous, yeah. dog. Hey, it really good. is over. The Grammys really killed the Scarface and Willie D pod, Ghetto Boys podcast. Damn, Damn man. shame. That's tough, man. I was just yeah. thinking about that a couple days ago. I'm like, damn, how did... Yeah, I, I always check the comments because there's still some people living in denial. They're saying, oh, Scarface is still on tour. It ain't like he on fucking tour in Berlin, man. Okay? He go to a spot for a weekend and come back. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not he like he can't do the podcast. podcast. He can still appear on the podcast if it he was a. It is a choice for him not to be there. And he hasn't been there since that fight happened. Yeah. So... Yeah, I, the podcast is over, man. It's unfortunate because they've had some good. They had Paul Wall on there. They had a bunch of good guests, and yeah, uh, yeah it's. I think it's over, man. Yeah, that's tough. I think they. I, I'm looking at the videos. I think they they tried to. Well, never mind. I think that's YouTube is fucking up. They're showing up. Uh, they always change this shit, man. It's annoying. Yeah. But uh, Tab asked, "What happened with the Grammys?" Oh, so they had a. Uh, uh, a hip hop anniversary thing, yeah. And uh, Scarface got on there and he performed uh, "Mind Playing Tricks on Me," and Willie D was upset about that because Willie D was not invited, and that was a Ghetto Boy song. So they had a long argument about it on their podcast, and basically a lot of resentment from Willie D came out in that, where he basically said that he thought that. Scarface was like a shiesty ass dude and he tried to sabotage the group by releasing solo albums close to when Ghetto Boys released some albums and shit. So a lot of stuff came up from the past, man. And it got kind of ugly. And after that, uh, Scarface stopped appearing on the podcast. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I think Willie D was really pissed because Scarface didn't say anything about him uh performing at the grammys mm-hmm. i think i think he said i'm uh, i think uh he said i'm gonna fuck with this grammy shit this weekend or something and he, i guess he didn't know he was actually part of the show and he was performing that song and pretty much tried to call him out for it and scarface yeah. was like man I, I got blood sweat and tears just off of my name alone and my career alone and i don't i'll never miss the two like that and it, it yeah. was hard to watch, man. It, that was that was hard, man. I, I don't never want to see nothing like that. It was, man, and and that's my biggest fear about the "It Is What It Is" podcast with Cameron and Mace. I feel <laughs> like just one of these days, somebody gonna say the wrong thing and suddenly they ain't cool no more because they just <laughs> became cool again after like twenty plus years of beefing. Yeah, and I feel like one day somebody's gonna say the wrong thing and then suddenly it's gonna be over. Yeah. Yeah, the only thing with them is I felt like they probably got all that beef out the way because it's been so long and they both they both grown, they yeah, both a little more wiser, and they probably not they probably not even trying to rap like that no more. So they probably, you know, they probably at the end, I don't want to say the end of their careers, but they probably just hanging out like old times again and having fun. Yeah. So that 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 might be a little different. I enjoy I I enjoy that show a lot, man. Yeah, it's hilarious, man. Man, I'm I'm curious. Um, I'm curious how long it's gonna last like this. I wonder if they're gonna uh eventually go to like bar stool or something. I think somebody's gonna throw them a bag and they're gonna take it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it's bar stool or somebody. 
But uh, yeah, somebody's gonna throw him a bag and they're gonna take it. I, I can see that happening. Yeah, speaking of that, um, did you see Pat McAfee is um taking this show to ESPN now? Yeah, I saw that. That's pretty interesting, man. Um, yeah, like look, he says it's not gonna be watered down, but I just don't see how that's true, man. I, I don't, yeah, that's what I thought there was a big mistake going to ESPN, man. Yeah, this show is really raw. Mm-hmm. Like he had, and the one thing I did like about his show was he could have anybody on there because he wasn't tied to a network. Yeah. So he have he have uh, Adam Schefter on there, and then another week he have Ian Rappaport from a whole another uh, media outlet or state mm-hmm. uh, company. So I think that was the good thing about his show. It wasn't like ESPN or Fox. He could just have anybody on there. He had Shannon Sharp on there or something like yep. that. And uh, he did say um, he still got creative control and all this other stuff, which is, I think it's BS, man. I don't think, I, of course, they probably want to keep the show how it is, but no, ESPN got to say so in this, yeah, on their platform. So, how much creative control do you really have? Yeah, like, like can you still bring Ian Rappaport on 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 there at this point? Probably not. And then not just that, the fact that, like you said, like they can't, even if ESPN didn't say you can't bring anybody from Fox, nobody from Fox is going to go and support something owned by ESPN. Yes. You know, so it's already fucked up in that regard. And yeah, yeah, I just, I don't know. Like, look, if if it was the best move for him and his family, good for him. But yeah, I think the rawness is over, man. I think there's going to yeah. be more corporate. I don't think that it's going to be clean or whatever, but I, I feel like it's, it's not going to be as raw as it used to be, man. Cause they yeah. got people and shareholders and all that shit. It's a Disney owned company, it, man. Yep. And see, and, and I'm good with, if he, if they throw in the bag, I ain't about to sit here and say, Hey, don't take that $500 yep. million dollar deal. Stay independent. I, yep. I, ain't about, I ain't about to be that person. Like hell, if if ESPN said, "Hey, we take it to Jim's Juice," hey, you I'm sorry, y'all, it's over. Okay. <laughs> hey, we'll be talking about Mickey Mouse all day long, yep. man. Yep, I'll we'll be, be. Ta- I'll be right there along Michael Wilbon talking about how John Moran is a thug. Yeah, He's go to jail. I shoes. <laughs> yeah, so I, you know, I would, I don't want to sit there and say he shouldn't have took it, but to sit there and say it's gonna be the same thing, I just don't believe that. I won't believe oh, it when no. I see it, man. Yeah, I, I just don't get it. ESPN and look, and the other part is too. ESPN, they want to benefit off of this clout too. Mm-hmm. They ain't about to sit there and just give him his uh, exactly. They're gonna be out. like, no, put put Stephen A. Smith put, on three times my, a week. Put, yeah, put Monica McNutt on. <laughs> about the NBA. Oh, put yeah. Dave McMenamin on. Yeah, put Kendrick Perkins on. Yeah. <laughs> put, put Max. Oh, yeah, we got to get Max Kellerman on. Yeah. We need to hear what he got to say. Yeah. At that point, it's watered down, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's unfortunate for the viewers, I guess. But like I said, if it's, if it's best for him, good for him. But, yeah, it's it just sucks because that, that show was hilarious, man. But I just don't see it being the same. Yeah, I felt – and I don't know how much money ESPN offered him compared to other – places but i felt like a show like that would be perfect on like barstool mm-hmm. because barstool they're not really tied with anything and they can do whatever they want you can have a raw podcast or a show on barstool 
but maybe they wasn't offering as much as ESPN. Well, they, I mean, FanDuel gave them a lot of money. So to walk away from that must mean that they they wanted something from ESPN particularly. Because I want to say it was like $200 million or something with FanDuel or some shit like that. Some crazy number. Yeah, I think so, yeah. And uh, so to go to ESPN, I doubt Barstool is going to match what FanDuel gave them. So uh, to go to ESPN must mean they want something from e- – or Pat McAfee wants something from ESPN. Maybe it's just stability. Maybe it's them yeah. handling the production costs. I don't and know. He still, and he still worked for them too. Yeah. That's the other thing. I think he do a lot of college da- game day stuff. Yeah. So he's still around and probably calling games and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I think it's I mean it's a it's a cool it's a cool opportunity for him. I I ain't gonna bash it. Yeah. But to sit here and say, hey, we're gonna keep the same show, ain't nothing gonna change, just gonna be you know, no cuss words. <laughs> I just don't believe that. Man. Wait, did he say no cuss words too? I, because he he cuss a lot. Yeah, so I don't I think. I think uh, he just can't, you know, say fuck and all that shit. Oh, okay. So I don't like, like it, it. It ain't gonna be. It ain't gonna be that, man. It's Disney owned, man. It's not. It's not gonna be the same shit, dog. They're, yeah. gonna, be, they're gonna be promoting the Mandalorian season three. <laughs> promoting fucking all this goofy shit, man. It's yeah. not gonna be the same. Yeah, but, they got Malika Andrews on. <laughs> oh yeah, yep. <laughs> Give her opinion on Roe versus Wade and shit. Like, oh, <laughs> it's gonna be all kinds of stuff going down on the Pat McAfee show, man. So yeah, stay so, tuned. Yeah, so hopefully you got a lot of money out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some people predicted or, or speculated that he handles all the production stuff, and he's do, just doing way too much currently. And with the ESPN deal, they'll be handling all that stuff. So if it's worth it for him to be with his family and enjoy his time, good for him. But yeah, like you yeah. said, the show ain't going to be the same, man. Thriller's yeah, gone. Thriller. I would love to do that. I would love to have somebody handling everything instead mm-hmm. of me and you doing all of the all of the hard work. If I could have a team to do that, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm down for it. But Tell them but, to book up somebody and they book them. Hey, get Paul Wall pronto. Yeah. Next yep. week, like I, man, I can't wait to the day where I could just hop on the podcast and talk. Do a <laughs> like I shouldn't have to try to track guests down and yep. create all the graphics and you know, you know, do the show rundown and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. I should be able to if it's Friday at, at seven p.m. I should just be able to walk in and and start the show and say, "What are we talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to that day. <laughs> yeah, man. We got that's a Stephen A. Smith dream, man. Just pop up somewhere, pop up in Vegas for yep. a fight. Just right Who, who's fighting tonight? Yeah. <laughs> pop up in my suit. Yeah. You know, all right. Hit my producer. All right. What are we talking about? Who, who's the fight? Yep. My brother is going to knock this man out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a dream, man. But uh, oh, mm-hmm. hopefully one day, keep keep grinding. Yeah. Um, should anything else happen this week, man? Uh, I have to go ahead and wrap this one up. We did say it was going to be a short one this week. This short for us, at least, probably longer yep. for any other podcast. Yeah, make sure you, ch- um, uh, everybody check out the Seth Payne interview we we just had a couple hours ago. Yes, it's on YouTube, on Twitter, uh, might be on Twitch still, but it's on streaming. 
uh, is going to be on the uh, audio podcast as well. Make sure y'all check it out. Great discussion with Seth Payne. Like we said, we never talked to him at length before. So it was very, very funny and enlightening. So make sure y'all check that out. Appreciate you stopping by, Dub. Everybody who came through on the chat, man, we appreciate y'all running up the numbers. Dab, David, of course, HRW, uh, Drunk up in here. Miguel, of course, public enemy number one. Uh, everybody, Landry came through on Landlock. Facebook. What up, Landry? You got to get Landlock on. So we're gonna get him on eventually, man. We're gonna get him on. He got an answer for his crimes, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we appreciate y'all, man. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. And until next time, 